0: up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com i don't like to gamble but if there's one thing i'm willing to bet on then it's myself oh those are not my words actually <laughs> the other words of beyonce yes yeah, so another one right you can't use up your creativity the more you use the more you have and that is courtesy maya angelo mm-hmm. so another one author blogger entrepreneur Joel speranza would say life is a fairy tale starring you you have the power to write your own story and be the hero of it too and finally from an author denise brennan nelson someday is not a day of the week These are your anytime, any day motivation from different walks of life pressed into four sentences. This is Tony's Tech Side. Welcome. We'll learn a tech word today. We'll dig deep into the rubbles of history to find precious jewels of knowledge to launch us into the future and then share the most important and juiciest tech stories impacting Africa to keep you informed. You can share your stories with the rest of us on WhatsApp text or send a voice note on zero nine one three five five eight one seven six six. Please add plus two three four if you're texting from outside Nigeria. Today, we're talking MSMEs. I'm on the radio, guys. Let everybody know it has started. The greatest show on radio about technology, guys. Okay, so what most people count as blessing is the advent of 5G. Yep, you heard it, the advent of 5G. Just a few days ago, earlier this week, Airtel Nigeria announced that... 5G it was introducing 5G and there was this small meme or flyer kind of fight they had with MTN who had already been. MTN was like hey welcome to the league finally and that was like well we're coming in to do it better something like that. So 5G is a word for today. 5G is fifth generation 5 and G. Fifth generation of cellular networks. And this would actually offer higher frequency waves and greater bandwidth on wires and wireless connections. 5G technology launched in 2019, although the top cellular network providers did not fully implement it a year and a half later in the year 2020. Remember all everything that came with COVID and how 5G was, you know, what brought COVID and all of that. Well, it was still only employed in just small parts across the United States and across the world. Now, 4G LTE, I've talked about LTE, what LTE means. It's still the dominant network as at, you know, 2021, 2022, and generally very reliable, even up until 2023. But then a lot of countries on the continent are now, okay, cellular networks, actually, or network uh, telcos are introducing 5G and it's a thing now. The main draw of 5G is that although it won't be as noticeable for a couple of years, it's support of more devices on a network and high frequency wave will increase internet of things, connectivity and speed. This means that the internet of things will become even more responsive. More devices will connect to a network and since the demand for connected devices is already high, networks will be required to support even more 5G attempts to meet their need. Yeah, so what is the impact? 5G, once it is implemented fully, it will significantly ensure that we have higher speeds and this would most likely shake up the ISP's internet service provider market by becoming a formidable competitor to cable. Yes, I know those who are still in the cable business, by the way. And we move swiftly on to today in history, Djibouti. It's a very small country located on the horn of Africa. Today in 1977, 27th of June, Djibouti gained independence from France. At the time, it was the last of France's colonies in Africa. The country changed its name to Djibouti after its biggest city and it became known as the Republic of Djibouti. Hazan Hassan Goled Aptidon became the country's first president, And it is so small, a country that it has an estimated population of less than 1 million one of the least populous on the continent of Africa yes so france which had colonized the country had named it french somaliland but then they changed their name upon gaining independence from france and now the other thing today is 1972 when the iconic video game company atari you know Founded by Nolan Bushnell and Ted Dabney came into being. Their first video game, Pong, was the first commercially successful video game. And it led to the start of the video game industry. In 1977, Atari Video um, Computer System, known as the VCs. And later, the Atari 2600 popularized the home video game market. I'm very sure that... Tolu, my guy at Kugali, can actually relate. Maybe not. I don't know. So, before the game crash of 1983, Atari was the fastest growing company in the history of the United States at the time. And the brand was synonymous with video games. To think that video a video gaming company was once the most fastest growing company, actually, in the United States. It's something, all right? I was speaking to Tolu of... Kugali Media the last, um, you know, a, a while ago. And I got to understand a lot about video game and the gaming industry, um, the e-gaming industry, you know, here on the continent. All those who enjoyed video games, whether we started playing in the 70s, 80s, or 90s, or maybe early 2000. Yeah? <laughs> yes, maybe the last few years. You could take a moment to reflect on the company that single-handedly started or spawned the video game industry that we so cherish right now shout out to all my guys who actually play video games shout out to chima and all my guys at tse actually so just one thing i want us to do right now right if you're listening to this if you're sending this to someone i want you to do one thing as we celebrate today and yes we just had the game hour event just when that was last week just a week before today i want you to take a few minutes of your time sit back Relax and play a video game. So on Monday, Kenyan President William Ruto signed into law a bill that raises taxes on a wide range of items. And this actually defied criticism that it will pile more economic hardships on citizens. And one of the things that caught my attention was the tax on fuel. Yes, 16%. That is double the actual amount as kenya doubles the value added tax vat on petroleum products to 16 percent from july 1st tanzania is also introducing excise duty of about 80 tanzanian shillings that's about 0.033 dollars per liter and increasing the full levy by 100 tanzanian shillings these are expected to significantly increase for prices in these two countries notwithstanding The acclaimed giant of Africa, Nigeria. In Nigeria, petroleum prices have almost doubled as citizens, you know, went into something close to a panic buying after the new administration announced plans to scrap the full subsidy that it had kept you know that the country had actually kept for a long time since the 1970s to be precise while many believe that subsidizing the cost of oil is economically unsustainable some others believe it's what's keeping us from reaching our net zero goal Mm -hmm. talking climate change as these subsidies slowly disappear oil and gas firms have once being the industry with some of the most prestigious and high-paying jobs will also be under pressure. And they'll be under pressure to meet up with their costs and whatnot. And they'll have to let some people go to talking employment numbers, unemployment numbers. This has already started in Nigeria. And I have you know, a few cases that I know of. More investments would also have to go into non-oil-related energy generation sources and platforms and whatnot. I see where the whole clean energy investment thing from 2021, why it was headed this way. Because the amount of pressure put on carbon taxis to ensure carbon taxis and, you know, all of those things happen, you know, it's now getting a little bit more clearer. My question today is, what cost do we have to pay for this and when I say we don't get it twisted I mean the people what cost will the people in Africa pay for this? is this really a just transition? I, w- when I discuss with Chagosie Ude who is a climate activist who is um, based in Switzerland you know he talks about just transition and all that and I'm saying bro is this what we mean by just transition? Africa contributes the lowest in terms of pollution right? Um, in terms of fossil fuel, all of those things, like in terms of the, the numbers. Yet, we have to suffer the most and be encouraged and sometimes even forced to end our reliance on coal and fossil fuel rather prematurely, my thoughts. We can do better in terms of actually phasing out these subsidies and providing some form of soft landing for everyone before these subsidies are phased out, not phase them out and then provide soft landing. The next time someone tells you of the many benefits of full subsidy removal, which is now being preached, by the way, ask the person, at what cost? An African proverb, right? And I would say an Igbo proverb. Igbo is a Nigerian tribe, yeah? I think they kind of like capture it in a particular way, much more succinctly. They say, will we die drinking goat pepper soup? Because father's goat died. I ask, will we Africans die drinking goat pepper soup because father's goat died? Facts and facts, that's all I'm sharing here on Tony's Tech Side. Thanks for listening and don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com.